You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was just kind of funny. The, the whole the crew that we had today was just such an interesting, like, everything, like, who was in the locker rooms and who was in the press box and it was all over the place and people I saw so many different people this week like Chara was just sitting in the press box with a stuffed bear for a little bit when I was there yesterday and like almost got a bus cut from a drone oh he was scared of that drone (laughs) I was too though I'm not gonna lie I was like me and Sarah Sivian were like hiding behind the desk and like Chara at one point I got a video of him and it it comes up and he says his line because he's a great actor he says his line and then it flies away and he goes that was so close. Like, he thought it was going to hit him in the face. Yeah, I, like, walked in. So, people who haven't seen it, I think uh, it was BR on Ice, Bleacher Report, TNT, like, they all tweeted out because it, it was for their broadcast. And um, it's a one of those long drone videos, like, people have probably seen for other ballparks or events or whatever, where the drone takes you all around the park, you know, it, like, flies over practice, and, and it came up in the press box. And when it was... In the press box, like I was actually like walking around the corner, and I was like, "What the hell is this buzzing noise?" And I look up, and like things are just like hovering in the middle of the press box. And I'm like, "Not oh. only that, Scott, it flew within feet of people's head." And I, when that video is incredible, because when I watched it, the video once it was over, like the final cut of it, it I don't know how he fit. Like I thought the media box was like tight quarters to try to fly it in. He flew it through a essentially golf cart sized like hole. He flew it through like a hole in the green monster. He was flying it through all these tiny little spaces and I I don't know. I was scared and he flew it right over Brandon Carlo's head and like I thought it was going to hit him in the head. Cuz the part where he's like banking it around the inside of the rink where the players were practicing and it came right down. And it was following I think it was Marshawn like right behind it was insane. I don't know who this person was that was flying it. Um, and I have a drone, and there's no way in hell I was doing any of that. <laughs> My drone has sensors, so it doesn't crash into stuff. This was literally just a GoPro strapped to, like, this hover, like, like small, tiny drone. Yeah, the those drone pilots who get in all those tight spaces, like, I, I, I haven't flown drones. Obviously, you, you have, but... Yeah, it seems like that requires some some real talent as, as also, a drone pilot. Also, ballsy. So ballsy because you're flying it, like, a foot away from people's faces that... Well, yeah, I mean, imagine, like, you hear, like, Sidney Crosby now out for the Winter Classic because he got drilled by a drone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, but, like, I swear to God, Scott, it almost hit Brendan Carlo in the head. Yeah. And it was, like, it grazed him. <laughs> just like it grazed Chara. <laughs> But no, and those are just and then the video ends with someone body checking it, which is 
Yes, Marshawn. Yeah. Body checking it. Um, But there's just one of the random things that was, like, going on around it. Like, we didn't even talk about the the baseball uniforms yet. Like, the Bruins, they had kept this a secret. We asked them over and over again, uh, you know, what's the theme? Are you you guys planning anything? And it turns out that this was a complete surprise. I don't think anyone had any idea they were doing this. You know what? I should have leaned in and just straight up predicted baseball uniforms because when we were were talking about it, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that McAvoy had said something about, like, it'll fit the occasion. And I think I said, like, my guess is it's going to be something baseball related. I should have. I should, because like I was thinking, like it's probably uniforms, and I, I should have just said that. I should have predicted it. But. Well, but they they weren't the ones telling. Like you, we could have yeah. like maybe thought of it, but like they kept it under lock. Like they they locked that down, and um, they show up today. Some of them like did not look natural in those things. Some of them looked comfortable. So they come out. Apparently, they had been planning this since that went pretty much when they at least last season they had an idea that they wanted to do this because it took them so long to get those uniforms made. That they put this plan in. This plan was in place for a while. Um, I think maybe even right when and, it was announced that it was going to be at Fenway, they were thinking, and by that's the way, what we're going to do. It was Bergeron's idea. Bergeron had not yet committed to playing this season at that point. So, I don't know. Like, Did he, did he know then that he was going to be back? Or he's just, feel the, like, he's just the designer, the stylist. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Are you really planning Winter Classic uniforms if you're thinking that you're not going to be on the team? Linus Allmark literally, I'm guessing, went online and bought 1950s cleats. And yeah. by the way, he has no experience in baseball. He was asked. He said, zero, nothing, never. But, I, I but he hope, leaned in all the way. Yeah. I hope those cleats weren't too used. They looked used. You saw yeah, them. They looked old. I saw I them. Know, I, I, none of us could get our phone because he just, he just kind of flashed them during his press conference. None of us could get our phones up in time to get a picture of him. But he literally was like having so much fun in that press yeah. conference. Which, by the way, not usually someone who wants to like joke. Like right. he likes to joke, but it's not someone that really wants to stick around and talk too much. But he was in a different mood today, and he put his feet up on the table and was yeah. just sitting there with like these well, old and cleats. He, and most guys had, you know, were already in like they're in post game attire. They didn't put the uniforms back on after the game. All Mark did, and not only that, he had his. His baseball like catcher's helmet too. Yeah. By the way, Angelina, one of the other writers, told me she was standing near him. He was getting changed, like changing out of his pads and stuff. And he leaned over to someone and said, "Do I have time?" And then he ran out the door, and that's what he meant. He's like, <laughs> "Do I have time to go put put that back on?" Yeah. He just came in so proud. And and um, the funny thing is, we also saw them first. They warmed up baseball. They were throwing a baseball around. They're throwing a football around. They're kicking a soccer ball around. I was like, guys, we're here for hockey. But but no, some of them were um not great at baseball. Um, then there were kids like, you know, the kids from the US that grew up probably playing T ball yeah. or baseball at some level, like Charlie like, Coyle, but it was like they were trying to get in every sport that's ever been played at Fenway. I I did not see any uh, Irish hurling though. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think they that. got that one in. But yeah, then, then Frederick and Coyle were passing a football around for a little bit, and it, it was funny seeing like Pasternak throwing a baseball, and some of the guys just out there just living it up because you're at Fenway, so y- you got to do it. Yeah, and that's you know that's kind of the, the other thing about this. Like I mentioned, players being excited for it, and the other part of that is they clearly 
want to like enjoy the moment and take it all in. Like they, so after Sunday's practice, they had their family skate as well. So, you know, all the wives, girlfriends, parents, kids are like all out on the ice and, um, you know, some, some of the kids are like racing and trying to race their dads. Uh, you know, Bergeron said that he thought he had, had beat his oldest son, but then his son claimed that the race was to the boards, not just to the line. That's classic. Yeah. That's exactly. a classic <laughs> thing for a kid to do. <laughs> um, and then like the kids are in the locker room after the game, which. Yeah. He was speaking to them in, in French telling them, Hey, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta wait a second. I'm doing an interview. Felino's kids. Uh, oh, got... Marshawn brought them all pizza. All the kids that oh, were yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw kids running around pizza. Um, which made me want pizza. And then I stupidly didn't grab some in the press box and Bridget did. And I came around the corner with a pizza in my hand, no plate. And Scott looked jealous, but, um, we're now recording an hour and a half later and I still want pizza. So I think I know what I'm getting after. This. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, those are just some of the, the things that were in, in this is, this is something that I heard, um, Andrew Raycroft say on the air before the game, when I was driving, when we were driving into Fenway, um, because he was on for about a half an hour um, with Gresh. And he was saying what he's so excited to see about about all of this is that they get to have fun. Like back when Raycroft was playing, like you couldn't throw pucks to fans like you would get in trouble. Yeah. Like they're they're allowed to show their personalities now in this in this I mean, day he, and he age. did get to drive a Zamboni across the Zagan Bridge. That was <laughs> <laughs> that was for a commercial, Scott. <laughs> OK, um, cool. But. But yeah, no, you get you get to see the personalities. It's like it's encouraged. Yeah. Like the star power is like people are able to bloom and create those images and the NHL is smart to be like you guys have as much fun with this event as you want, have as much like show your personality um and you know, the Bruins have a lot of personalities that that were shown off this this weekend. Yeah, and uh you know, we mentioned Possibly like having a quiet game on the ice, but um, after Sunday's practice, Montgomery was asked, uh, you know, a question about like Pasternak's kind of swagger and like you know what that kind of brings to the team, and he said, you know, like Pasternak's kind of the one that opens things up and like allows us to to be ourselves, basically. Like he's, I have the quote right here. Yeah, um, he helps us be who we are. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably if you look. At Bru- the Bruins swagger, you look at David Pasternak. I think he keeps everybody loose. I think it allows him, them to live and learn from him. Yeah, um, which is which is exactly right. And obviously Pasternak's one of the big personalities in, in the whole league. Um, you know, and you could see that kind of getting played up in in TNT's coverage leading up to the game. Uh, they got him a pasta made of pasta. Uh, and he goes, oh, it's my favorite spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you're right. Like, that's – and it's hockey needed that because it was such – it was almost like being dull and boring was encouraged, where it was like, you know, no one's supposed to be too flashy. Like, I I remember – And they're still not divas. Like, they're still – I mean, like, I remember in the 90s when, like, Sergei Fedorov would get ripped for being – well, one for being Russian because every Russian got ripped us soft at that time, but two for like being flashy and having like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or whatever it was, or wearing his white skates because that stood out too much. And it's like, 
Well, Yarmir Yager used to have a little bit of swag yeah. back when he was first coming in. Yeah, definitely. Like jeans and jean jacket and jean shirt kind of <laughs> kind but of like, out for But those guys were kind of the outliers then. And, and now it's, you know, look, hockey still isn't football or basketball in terms of, you know, huge, almost bigger than the game personalities. But. I feel like at they, least there's a few more than they, there used to be. They're like surpassing baseball, though. Like I feel like the charisma yeah. of some of these NA, well, NHL Brid- players are beyond I don't, that. I don't know if you've heard, but baseball isn't boring. Baseball isn't boring. So listen to that podcast on WEI <laughs> from from Rob Bradford Odyssey. Um, quick plug to him, but you know, like you, they have they've been able to show their person. Like Pasternak is one of the best sports personalities in the city, and he's recognized by people who aren't just Bruins fans and. He's also recognized from in other markets where, like, okay, everybody knows Connor McDavid. Well, a lot of people know Pasternak yeah. and the suits. And they had him ranking his favorite suits that he's ever worn. Um, right after Christmas, they did a video of that. Like, it's endless content with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, even to that point, like, leading up to the game, the Bruins posted a video of him showing off his custom stick and skates for the winter class. Maybe that's why he had a they did a game. whole. Maybe it, was, they, maybe it was just new equipment. He wasn't wasn't broken in yet they did a whole video of how his winter classic jacket was made which he had this like fancy like designer and i saw it hanging up in the locker room but like even just that it was like quirky like all sorts of different pieces of fabric put onto this jacket which by the way he was definitely bummed out he didn't get to wear in because they all had predetermined they're gonna wear this baseball (laughs) outfit so he wore it the day before but he was definitely a little bummed he didn't get to wear that to the game yeah um so what else? Any anything else we needed to to cover or? Uh no. I mean, I think we've covered we've covered everything from the outfits to the you know the presentation to the actual game, um, and just how exciting it was to be there. Obviously, the Bruins. It would be different. Like it'd still be fun, but they're happy that it had that happy ending with a win at at the end of the day as well. So kind of just like puts a bow on it. Big fun weekend, fun event for them in the books they have those memories and now it's time to move on yeah and now and now they head out on so they're done with games tuesday or wednesday but now they head out on a little mini three game west coast road trip to la kings san jose and then anaheim and uh you know one of our listeners emailed us a while back kind of highlighting this as like isn't this you know kind of like a typical letdown stretch like you have all this excitement at home of the winter classic and everything and now you get to fly cross country, and I could definitely see that happening. But yeah, and those you know, are ten thirty starts. By the way, those uh, those yeah. games in Can't L.A. Wait. and San Jose, yeah. ten thirty starts. Very excited about that. Um, yeah, I mean, like like this team does have good leadership, obviously. So I think they'll be they'll talk about it, and like there'll be some efforts to hedge against having that sort of letdown, but. It is also like kind of nature. It's you know, how like how do you get super amped up for a game in L.A. You know, three days after all this excitement around the Winter Classic. Um, so we'll see. Obviously, you know, we'll be doing episodes uh, around those games. Um, also, we know World Juniors are going on. I'm just gonna be completely honest with all the time we've been spending at Fenway and, and getting ready for Winter Classic. I have not been able to watch nearly as much as I usually do. Um, I caught like the first two USA games, and then it's been 
it's been rough for me trying to catch the rest of it, but I'm going to get back on that. Yeah. Especially I, because like for me, it's a lot of college guys there that I like to follow because that's my other job. So um, like Cutter Gautier, for example, playing for Team USA is a, a BC um, player that if you, you know, if you're a BC fan, you can follow him along there. Or even if you're just like, you know, and you want to see someone who's going to be in the league soon he's yeah. number five overall draft pick for the flyers like there's a lot of guys like that well also lane hudson's a fun one to watch he goes to bu and is a bu plug here we go is one of the you know he's a small defenseman but he's one of the best defensemen on the team and also he's a montreal canadian's second round pick so you're probably going to be seeing him and you know what i hope turns back into a bruins canadians actual rivalry at some point um but he's a good one to watch i know U.S. beat Germany 11-1 to today in the quarterfinals. So, uh, yeah, so U.S. is moving on. Um, Fabian Lysel, Sweden is moving on. They beat Sweden. Uh, beat Sweden. They beat Finland in the quarterfinals. Um, so both those teams still going. Like I said, beyond that, I, I'm not going to pretend to have any sort of deep insights on what's happening in World Juniors. It's been, it's been a lot more background noise than something I've been uh, able to really, like, devote time and energy to i've been watching the recordings of them while i eat breakfast and that is the only time i have to watch tv at this point so (laughs) that's how i do it all right i think we're good yes um do we have brian next episode i don't know we don't know maybe maybe brian has become the leader of the pack of hyenas and he's never coming back i don't know that's true. Yeah, like, maybe it's like a werewolf type situation yeah, where he know. starts to turn into a hyena. I don't know. Gonna He's have to, just gonna have to see how how the recovery goes. <laughs> He's just um, hanging out in Florida. Um, but anyway, hopefully we have him back soon. We'll probably record right after that Kings game, <laughs> not at night because I will barely be awake by no. the end of that game. So it'll probably be like a Friday morning pod. Um, might be out by like what midday Friday, so something like that. Um, will be the next time that. We drop an episode, but um, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you then.